Welcome to the popular apocrypha. Did you get that? No. Oh, okay. Well, uh, it's a show where the characters are all made up, and so are our friendships. Um, oh, today, I'm joined by by uh, proper Smurf Tyler Reed, um, oh. Edgy Smurf Nick Bates. That's me. And me, your host, Beardy Smurf. Um, <clears throat> unless it's not ridiculously obvious from the intro, we're going to be discussing one of the Smurfs, perhaps the most well-known Smurf of them all, Papa Smurf, uh, Big mm. Daddy Smurfo, um, Papa Smurf. Um, but before we get to talking about him, uh, let's start off with a little game. So <clears throat> we're going to return to the game of debate we did in our Headless Horseman episode, but with a slight modification that might make the game actually a little better. More of a game? Uh, sort of. You're being really antagonistic this look, entire podcast. Look, it's it's been a day and cool. a half. Well, it's the night now, and you can get over it. Oh. Um, so it's basically the same game uh, as the last time, where we have two contestants naming one person or object, and then the other contestants removing something from that object and then debating about who would win in a contest of what. The difference being, though, that unlike last time, uh, we are deciding the contest prior to anything. Okay, so whereas before we would pick our objects and then decide the contest and then remove something from them, now we are um, deciding the contest first to give more clues about what objects to pick and then more clues about what you would take away. Okay. Awesome? Sure. Yeah. Sweet. So I'm going to start off as being the first judge. Um, so Tyler and Nick. Yes. We are going to do a contest of wits. Mm. We already did that. Yeah. There's look, I think we're gonna have a hard time not repeating any contest ever. Uh there's that antagonism again. I, I, I think I, I just <laughs> pointed out something. I'm not <laughs> trying to be in like this. Um we're gonna do a contest of packing. Packing. So like for a specifically trip? packing for a trip. Okay. Okay. What kind of trip? Um, let's do a trip to the Bahamas okay. for a month. However, the contest will be, uh, like, so let's make it a person. Okay. okay. Um, and it would be how well they could pack in one bag enough things for an entire month long vacation sure. in the Bahamas. Okay. So Tyler, who do you pick? Um, I pick uh, the Terminator. Cool. I pick Charlie Brown. Okay. <laughs> I think I can see where these two things are going. Tyler, what would you like to take away from Charlie Brown? Um, his self-deprecation. Okay. And then, Nick, what would you like to take away from the Terminator? The fact that he's a robot. So, it's, so it's just Arnold Schwarzenegger. So it's just Arnold Schwarzenegger. Just Arnold. Okay. With no mechanical underpinnings. Yeah, I just want him to be a normal human being. Okay. Cool. Okay. Who could pack better? For a month-long trip to the Bahamas, uh, I argue that Charlie Brown only has one outfit, so he's only got to pack a couple of them. Call it good. Arnold Schwarzenegger just needs a loincloth and a hatchet, and he's ready to go. A hatchet to the Bahamas? Why yeah. the hatchet? What's he doing in the Bahamas with a hatchet? Build a structure, build a fire, build whatever. <laughs> just bow build, and arrow. He's, he's building in the Bahamas. Just building infrastructure. I mean, he, he does whatever he wants. Builds a little camp on the beach. Like it's like basic. He's like the other Rambo. Okay. So we're going on a vacation to the Bahamas. Yeah. Right. And Schwarzenegger's decided that he has to bring his hatchet to a resort in the Bahamas. Oh, nobody said it was at a resort. Yeah. I just said the Bahamas. But it's, it's, I have never once gone on vacation and decided, you know what, I'm just going to bum it with an axe in the woods. Yeah, but you know who would? Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't think he would. <laughs> I don't think you would. I think I of think the contest, would. Tyler wins solely because Arnold Schwarzenegger's outfit choice is better for the Bahamas than thank you than uh, Charlie Brown's agree to disagree shirt and I'm sure Charlie Brown could pull off a loincloth too, but he's a child. Uh. He didn't choose to bring it. You didn't say that. I didn't say everything. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't. I didn't say that. Yeah, well, Arnold Schwarzenegger could just dress like Charlie Brown the entire time. So keep it to yourself. And I'm the antagonistic one. I'm reactionary. Uh, Your turn. My to turn. pick the contest. Um, this is going to be a uh, gymnastics competition. Deal. And sure. I want objects. Excellent. Yeah. Um, 
who should pick first? Uh, uh, Nick lost, so he can pick first. Uh, camera tripod. A camera tripod. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, I pick an ice tray. Interesting. Okay. And Nick, what are you taking away from Riley's ice tray? Um, the divots that hold the ice so it's just a flat <laughs> it's piece of plastic. <laughs> okay. Okay. And Riley? Mm. Man, okay. Um, can you remind me of your object? A camera tripod. I take away the little connecty bit that connects all the legs together. Okay, so it's just sticks. six rods. <laughs> just rods. <laughs> just a bunch of rods. <laughs> okay. Okay, so... I would argue that my tray, um, when thrown across the tumbling mat, could cover the most distance. And I think that I, I have no experience in gymnastics whatsoever, but I'm sure that's a um, stat that you're judged on. Um, I think the rods from uh, my tripod would be able to uh, clip off of the vault just right to get perfect height and spin in the air to pull multiple flips and maybe some spins in there. We'll see how I feel. Mm. I mean, have you ever seen when like you, you get a Frisbee and mm-hmm. it lands just wrong on mm-hmm. the side of it and it rolls? Yeah. But you can get that going with a flat tray and it kind of jumps a little bit. Mm-hmm. So that would look like a tumble. Yeah, look like one. I'm just imagining this like a flat, like a per- personified a flat tray. Yeah. And a uh, falling apart tripod uh, standing next to each other about to both like compete at the same moment. And the tray goes first and is j- tumbles around like like you're saying on the floor and then falls over. And then the tripod just collapses at the start and doesn't move. <laughs> like that's what I'm picturing here. Really? So who wins? So I think I have to go with Riley because that's the yes. image I'm getting. I think you two are just against me. Well, <laughs> I'm not saying you're wrong. No, oh I, I know. Uh, you guys should know by now how the next one's going to end. That's right. You both lose. <laughs> <laughs> the judge wins. Yeah, I win. So, Nick, what, what's the next contest? Uh, the next contest is to see who could better clean the floor of a sewage treatment plant. Okay. Does it have to be an object or a person? It's got to be a person. Okay. Because, obviously, Mop would win. <laughs> Maybe. Nah, Zamboni. Mop, mop wins. <laughs> uh, yeah, I want, I want people's. Okay. Okay. Who picks first? Um, You both won, so I need you to pick at the same time. Okay. Ready? Three, two, one. Homer Simpson. Sorry, I was going to say Mr. Miyagi, but I didn't want to. That was not the same I didn't time. Wanna, I didn't want to talk over you, so. I don't care. But Mr. Miyagi was my choice. Cool. Mr. Miyagi versus Homer Simpson. Who's going to clean the floor better? Uh, Riley Fairview, what do you take away from Mr. Miyagi? I would like to take away his eyes. His okay. eyes. Okay. And Tyler, what do you take away from Homer Simpson? Um, his hands. His hands. Okay. <laughs> Great. So we've got a blind old Asian man versus a handless yellow man. You could have phrased that a little better. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't know what you're talking about. All right. Um, let me hear some arguments. Okay. So I would argue... Homer Simpson is not the smartest man. Correct. Right? And I think it's been exhibited throughout his many-year run on the TV show that he does nearly anything. Um, And I don't think he would have any problem eating the sewage. Oh. I I think if you told him that it was, like, soup or it would give him powers or maybe there were donuts in it somewhere, I don't think he would have any problem eating, eating all the sewage. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. I've never seen crazy. the Simpsons. I don't know. I, I don't know. Me? Yeah, I've never seen the Simpsons, so I don't know if Riley's off base or if he's pretty on point there. Uh, I mean, he's I not too far off. Also, unfortunately, never seen the Simpsons. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Here's what I'm thinking. Neither of you have seen the Simpsons yet. Riley chose a Simpson character. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Have you both seen the Karate Kid? Yeah. Yes. Long time ago, but yes. okay. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Miyagi. Doesn't need his eyes. Time out. Never has. Which version of Mr. Miyagi are we talking about? Are we talking Jackie Chan or not Jackie Chan? Not Jackie Chan. Bummer. Um, Mr. Miyagi has, doesn't need his eyes to okay. for karate, for uh, cleaning sewage, for anything. Catching flies. A- any of it. 
because he is connected to the universe and his connection to the universe is going to make connected it to the so universe, huh? yeah have you not seen the movie i have seen the movie a few times i don't yeah. know if i'd say he's connected to the universe obviously you haven't seen the movie i okay agree <laughs> to disagree i mean you, you nick you do kind of look like the bad guy from the movie though <laughs> hans gruber uh, no yeah no, i mean he's always the bad guy but yeah i don't remember that dude's name but you do kind of look like him. alan rickman no hans gruber we're not talking about die hard i'm always talking about die hard <laughs> Anyway, Mr. Miyagi's connection to the universe would allow him to uh, clean up the sewage to perfection. I don't, don't think, think so. that's how it works. I no. think that's how it works. Homer Simpson wins automatically. Okay. What did I just say? Automatically? Automatically. <laughs> um, okay, you both lose, I win. Yeah, I was going to say, what really <laughs> matters here is that Nick didn't win any of them. No, yeah. I, just, I disagree once again. I don't <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I you don't know. I don't know what to do. Yeah, I don't know either. It's, yeah. I'm I've been lost since I, the day I was uh, born. What? Excuse me. We're gonna talk about Papa Smurf now. Deal. Please. He can be your Didn't Papa. you call me Papa Smurf? When? At the at the intro. No. No. He said you, you were, were proper Smurf. Proper. Accidental Smurf. I heard Papa. Accidental Smurf. That Good sounds, grief! <laughs> yeah, that sounds like an action that you would do. What? Accidental smurf? Man, I just accidentally <laughs> smurfed. Oh, no. I don't know what that refers to. Oh, but dear. I think it's gastrointestinal. It sounds it, embarrassing. It, it sounds really gastro. Mm-hmm. Sounds like something I would not want to do in front of my parents. Accidentally smurfed? Yes. Yeah, that's true. Or Who would you or want s- to accidentally? Not Never mind. Myself you. in the mirror. That's On no. the podcast. Let's not talk about yeah. this. Only person I would We're smurf gonna talk in front of. Oh, about. Man. I just accidentally smurfed on the podcast. Oh, Papa no. Smurf. Um, God, great. Papa Smurf, uh, he's the practical village leader and the father figure of about 100 or so young Smurfs. Uh, he uses his wisdom and his knowledge of magic and science to protect all these Smurfs from various forms of dangers that exist in Smurf Forest. He wears a red Smurf hat and pants and has a shortly trimmed white beard and mustache. And Papa Smurf always tries to get everyone to do the right thing. Um, actually, he'll even kind of go out of his way to help the villains, Gargamel, which is the evil wizard. And Azrael, the little uh, tabby cat that always hunts them down. Real quick. Um, yes. You said he uses his knowledge of magic and science. Yeah. So then he comes from a world where they're one and the same. Uh, I mean, we can talk about that. I would argue that science is pretty magical. Fair enough. <laughs> um, anyway, he will even help out these people, uh, much to the annoyance of the other Smurfs, because he considers it uh, better to do the right thing and to help others, even if they're adversaries to you uh popper smurf generally refers to the other smurfs who are much younger than he is as quote my little smurfs end quote um it's a little creepy uh kind of i don't know i i don't like that yeah it's definitely my little smurfs i mean he doesn't say like that very much (laughs) reminds me of like when a buddy of mine would call his junk his little cameron (laughs) (laughs) i don't think it's the that's just kind of what it reminds me of. My little smurfs, what are you doing? Um, also, as a fun meta fact, the wiki, uh, wiki I got a lot of this information from, um, once it said that he called his younger compatriots his little smurfs, they chose to refer to them throughout the rest of the article as his little smurfs. I, I really mm. don't like that. <laughs> it I was, disagree wholeheartedly. It was really hard to, uh, yeah, to read through. Yeah, I'm but. sure it would be difficult. Anyway, so My Little Smurfs, even though actually most of them are physically young adults, not children at all, um, he is kind of the all-around Jesus figure of the Smurfs when it comes to his positive attributes, but he does at times kind of act like a dad in a way and and take issue with lazy Smurfs, slothfulness, jokey Smurfs, pranks, brainy Smurfs, endless talking, clumsy – like he he has a measure of patience until he doesn't, and then he's pretty bummed out about what makes you you as a person. So that's kind of like a father. Um, oh, my so, God. <laughs> uh, anyway, so he gets kind of fed up with some of his compatriots and what makes them them. Um, also, despite having to deal with all these different personalities, uh, at the end of the day, Papa Smurf will actually do anything and everything in his power to protect them from anything that wants to cause them harm. And he'll even protect them from themselves if they get in arguments or fights or things that are going on. They also will protect uh, them as a whole. He just wants to protect people and, and keep them all safe. 
Papa Smurf actually uh, was responsible for – this is also a whole other story, but I found out that Smurfette wasn't a Smurf originally. What? Um, Smurfette, oh, I knew this. Yes. Yeah, so Smurfette was created by Gargamel mm-hmm. to infiltrate the Smurf camp okay. and cause problems right. and basically be a spy for Gargamel. Yeah. Um, however, she really wasn't brought to justice until she basically flooded the town, and then people were like, okay, I'm not happy about this. Put her, put her on trial. She said something to the effect of, I- I'd like to be a Smurf. I'm sorry for my actions. Da, da, da. And Papa Smurf transformed her into a Smurf. Like a real, A real life Smurf. Smurf with magic and such. So bef- she, she was a, a fake Smurf. Yeah. Like, do we know how that happened? Like, I, was she like... Dude... So her original form didn't look like a, a Smurf when Gargamel created her. Mm-hmm. So you know the Smurfs look little blue people or whatever. They don't really look like people though. Um, yeah, little, so little blue. She things. looked like, uh, like little blue gnomes. like dwarvish, hunchbacked, like purple, torn clothing, uh, larger. Um, that's kind of that was kind of her appearance when she was originally created, and then he like. So that was the creation of Smurfette, and, so and then he, he cast a spell over her to make her look like a Smurf, and uh, then okay. Papa Smurf actually turned whatever she was into a Smurf. So Papa Smurf turned her from Troll Smurf into Hottie Smurf. Yeah, sort of. That's what I remember that's, from watching yeah, kind the of, episode. This, um, that's what I'm getting right now. Is she looked like the Hunchback of Notre Dame, and now she looks like Jessica Rabbit. No, no. That's that's the vibe I'm getting right now. I, I mean, I don't see why Nick's really wrong. She doesn't look like Jessica Rabbit. Well, no, but, but the analogy is. is yeah, fair. the analogy is is fair. Yeah. Also, she doesn't have a tail. So, well, sort of. Uh, the the it's do any Smurf tail have tails? Yes, they all do. They all have to. They all have tails. tails. However, Smurfette may Super or may not have Smurfette. a tail because she wasn't originally a Smurf. That's mm, a um, gotcha. uh, tailgate. Um, they don't know if she really tailgate <laughs> tailgate. So you know the 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 law like of the Super Bowl. You know the law of species procreation that you can't uh, you know procreate between two different species like you dogs can't. and cats. Speak for yourself, and, please. And dogs and cats can't uh, can't make children, right? Unless it's like genetically spliced in a lab, sort of craziness. Um, so I mean, I don't think that Smurfette and another Smurf can procreate. No. I wouldn't think. No. Okay, unless so, unless on, Papa Smurf t- out, literally boys. changed her species. Time out. Is this a Smurfette show? No. Okay. So do we want to keep going on Smurfette or do we want to keep talking about it? I mean, it's just interesting. I, I'm just thinking. Do we want to save Smurfette for another episode or are we just going to hit every Smurf today? No, it's just Papa Smurf. Just Papa Smurf. Okay. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just so then we're, talking about it. leave well, Hottie no, this, Smurf out of this. Well, no, this is, this is important because it relates to Papa Smurf. Because Hardly. It, no, it, hear me out. If... If Papa Smurf literally changed her species magically to a completely other creature, like changing a dog into a cat sort of situation, or vice versa, then he's... Uh, what kind of power does he have exactly? Because that's nuts. I think we'll we talk about, let's keep going. he's got magic. Let's keep going. Also, uh, Papa Smurf has expressed some amorous interest in Smurfette, but it was only in one episode of the TV series, and it was literally dropped after that and never, ever brought up ever, ever again. Um, Probably because so it's kind of creepy. There's that. Uh, he also has had other romantic interests, such as Flower Bell, the wood nymph. However, um, <clears throat> oh, sorry, this is cute. Uh, he he liked Flower Bell because she quote made him feel young again end quote. Um, but his heart was very much broken when uh, you know she he realized that she was uh, just actually using him to get freedom from her captor. Um, so that was pretty rough. Um, <clears throat> moving on from his history of love. And failed therein. Uh, Papa Smurf refuses to return evil in any way onto anyone else. Uh, we kind of talked about that earlier. He's been cited numerous instances of showing uh, mercy onto his enemies like Gargamel and Azriel, uh, even when he's in peril. And the only way to really, like, his last act would be showing kindness to show that the Smurfs, uh, that the virtue of kindness is, is the highest virtue. Um, <clears throat> Papa Smurf actually has a dad. He's the son of uh, Grandpa Smurf. Oh. Um, and he basically, when Grandpa Smurf had um, Papa Smurf, Papa Smurf's original job was to go explore and uh, go out into the world and look for, it was called the, like these four primal elements to restore this stone. It was, it was a whole backstory, but anyway, 
um, Grandpa Smurf is kind of uh, Papa Smurf's better in every way, sort of. Like, like Papa Smurf is the more uh, human, kind of, whereas Grandpa Smurf's, like, the all-knowing, all-sage, all-wise, like, he's the elder. And, uh, yeah, he does have a mom. Uh, her name is Nanny, Nanny Smurf. Um, and Nanny Smurf kind of serves as more a, like, matronly role to Papa Smurf. She doesn't really have all the crazy, all-knowing whatevers that uh, Grandpa Smurf has. Okay. So uh, there's also a lot of stuff about Papa Smurf that's been brought up in movies and, and pop culture and all that stuff. Um, however, the uh, wiki article lists all those movies as non-canonical. So <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, I, I don't want to go into them to uh, to not offend the the Smurf fan community. So yeah, the, because the what, new, what the we n- do never offends no, fan community. Any fan community. So no. the new Smurf movies. There's yes, three of them. Yep, there's three of them. Uh, ish. There's at least two of them. Wow, are non-canonical. Nope. Wasn't Neil Patrick Harris and Katy Perry in those? Yeah, that's kind of weird. Who who decided that they were non-canonical? The wiki. The wiki. There's, so there's a lot of things in those movies that's non-canonical. Okay. Like, and... for example, Papa Smurf really enjoys drinking coffee in those movies, and and I don't know, it's it, whatever they listed as non-canonical is non-canonical. I mean, honestly, am I going to trust filmmakers, or am I going to trust this random, not all-knowing, but largely knowing like fan on the internet? I don't. I'm gonna trust the fan on the internet. Yeah, the internet. I was gonna say. Unfortunately, I think we have to because. Yeah. So just like when uh, Disney decided that every book that was ever written about Star Wars was now non-canonical because they started up a new series, um, I disagree with that wholeheartedly. Um, there's so much more backstory and depth into the uh, universe of Star Wars that came from the books from the many different authors, and most of the Star Wars community who's actually into that kind of stuff agrees and is on the same page. So I think we're gonna have to say that. Uh, the wiki is correct, and the filmmakers are not. I mean, that's my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm on board. Yep. So, with that being said, that's basically it for Papa Smurf. Again, okay. uh, there's a lot more to be said to to delve into about him, but that's the bare bones basics. I mean, I think all we really need to know to improve Papa Smurf in whatever way we so choose. Um, I have a direction I kind of want to take it. But I was wondering if you guys have any thoughts or things you want to say right now uh, before I, I submit my initial proposal. I would like to hear what you have to say um, because I also have a way I'd like to take it. But I want to see what you have to say first. Tyler? What he said. Okay. Excellent. I really want to make Papa Smurf a fanatical cult leader. <gasps> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> okay. oh, see, I was no joke. Make him That's an what Avenger, I was going to say. I mean, what were you going to say? I was going to make him an Avenger. But like, oh, like, you did say Avenger? Yeah. <laughs> Like Marvel, like, like, like yeah, like like uh, searching for the stones and stuff. But uh, okay, um, I think cult leader is super I was, chill too. I was literally, I was gonna say cult leader. That's yeah. what I was. I mean, the just listening to the description. Otherwise, he's already halfway there. Like, right. Well, and I, I don't know. He's he's charismatic. He's the leader already. Right. Um. He's got a a harem of one. <laughs> just Smurfette, but uh, and his mom. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Those are the two female Smurfs. Yeah. I'm so confused. What are you saying? That the the harem typically includes all females in the area. I don't know if that's true. No. All right, name one. Now, what I'm saying is I I really don't think that that's true. Like I I want you to name one because I think it's more like the like the king. Let's say like middle middle medieval times would be more like I want these hot women and all these other women yeah no yeah. you can go also because the king would still have his queen right who's not in the harem yes but they also had they had their concubines their queen and then the 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 women that they would just make children with yeah it's basically right. uh three different groups yeah not all of them are hot okay what is happening i don't know i cult we're leader. all <laughs> how about so so i was gonna say the same thing about papa smurf being a cult leader mainly especially when you were talking about his relationship with his dad mm-hmm. because it's this very like more human character trying to be virtuous, trying to be good um, and r- try- trying their best to relate to this very 
all-knowing, more powerful, maybe all-powerful other being, like so much more. Are you saying that the cult is around Grandpa Smurf, and Grandpa Smurf possibly doesn't even exist? I'm I'm thinking more of it as the the cult is led by Papa Smurf, and it's right. about him because he isn't perfect, right? Because he wants it to be about him, right? But he also his te- his attention within himself is between that and aspiring to be like uh, Grandpa Smurf. So where is Grandpa Smurf? I'm thinking it's like uh, like ancestral, like spirit sort of thing. I don't know. Okay. so That's it's just like what I was thinking. I was thinking that down. he had passed away. Yeah. I mean, but, it, it could be something where Grandpa Smurf is uh, working with Gargamel to bring the cult down. That'd be odd. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, hold on. Time out. Yeah. So... Papa Smurf yes. is a cult leader. Yes. Yes. Gargamel and Grandpa Smurf aren't fans of this and want to take him down. I mean, I, I, maybe it'd be too much to make too many inter interarching like story lines. I guess. I think maybe it'd be more simple if we say, uh, Papa Smurf is the cult leader, and then okay. Grandpa Smurf. Maybe we could make it where it's it's two generations of this cult. That right. Papa Smurf is the, like the newly appointed, cult leader. Okay. After Grandpa Smurf moved on to the spirit realm, or, or whatever. we can get really heretical. I mean, you said so yourself that Papa Smurf 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 was already kind of a Jesus figure. So Papa Smurf is Jesus, and Grandpa Smurf is God. And no, 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 no. no. <laughs> uh, I mean. The, it's n- the parallels aren't not there, but no. Yeah. There have been a lot of cult leaders who thought they were the second coming of exactly. Christ. Yeah. So I would be fine with Papa Smurf thinking that he's the second coming of Christ. And that's more what I mean. I am not going to allow you to be to say that Papa Smurf is Jesus. <laughs> a little mean, blue Jesus. <laughs> little, little blue Jesus. I got him on my dashboard. Ooh, does he dance? He dances so good in the sunlight. Why are you saying that? Why am I saying what? In the sunlight. Because typically those little things that dance on your sunboard or on your dashboard are uh, solar powered. That's I mean, true. Or just when you're driving, they just rock back and forth. Nah, no, he's not a bobblehead. He's a dancing blue Jesus. So, cult leader. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, And Grandpa Smurf is gone. Um, So, Papa Smurf is a cult leader. What is the religion about what is the aim of the religion is well, is it to become more like grandpa smurf is the is it to kind of become one with smurf forest is it i was going to ask what what do the smurfs want like in the original television show like I think, what's I think they what's just their sur- purpose they just survive don't they they just, just want to exist in live, peace yeah. they keep getting attacked by gargamel so they just want to exist so the cult's perception could be similar to uh like it could be that the cult perceives that outside society is attacking them Uh. and trying to control them or oppress them or or repress them and therefore they have to do whatever they can in order to evade or hide or um, remove themselves from that uh overarching societal framework um so i mean gargamel could be like uh, a like a police officer. See, that's what I was thinking. Um, trying yeah. to infiltrate this cult. Yep. And uh, and this cult is trying to hide away off in the in the woods or whatever. Um, to practice whatever it is that they want to practice. Which I I guess that's still kind of the main question is what yeah. is it that they well, are I striving think, well, toward? We, so we can make it up, right? Like we the original Smurf ideal was that they were getting attacked by Gargamel and they just want to exist in peace. Right. But we can make it something else. We can make it that their new ideal, right? Is they cook meth. No, I don't. I don't want them to cook. That's meth. why they're blue. That, yep, that, that's, that's exactly why they're blue. We found it, but we've we've cracked the code. They're cooking meth. I don't know. No, that that's not really culty. That's drug dealery. I mean, um, there's that, o- there's not not overlap. But that's fair. I I kind of want them to exist in the forest, to maybe be slavers. Nope. So no. see, I was I was gonna say not I was I wasn't gonna say meth. I was gonna say they're trying to commune with nature 
through nature through opiates and they like those mushrooms Ooh, they live in mushrooms huge right. fans they, they live in the mushrooms they the eat shrooms. the mushrooms they are the mushrooms they get high all the time to keep you off my mind Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> wow that's that's really nice <laughs> so okay so they they commune with nature to become closer to nature through mushrooms. But why do they want to be closer to nature? Right. Okay. So here's what I'm here's what I'm feeling right now. Lay it on me. They spend a lot of time in in the woods communing with nature, um, through different uses of mind altering substances. Sure. Um, and they they do so in order to become more like Grandpa Smurf, who was their original cult leader, who they see the founder as yeah as kind of a of a Buddhist figure, right? Sure. Okay. So he he managed to succeed in becoming one with nature and is now more ethereal, more spiritual and they or at least that's what they view it as. And they take these mind altering substances to become more like him, to commune with him and to hopefully eventually reach this nirvana-esque state. Okay, that ma- that makes sense. Okay. So then what what is Papa Smurf's role now. So Papa, if anyone can take mind-altering substances to become more like Grandpa Smurf, then why is Papa Smurf important? So uh, Papa Smurf is kind of like your head guru, like a guy, right? Um, he he's kind of like your he's he's your go-to dude for information. Like people know that, or the Smurfs know that uh, Grandpa Smurf was the the first to reach perfection or whatever they're searching for. This this uh, perfect communion with nature um, and they know that Papa Smurf was close Papa Smurf was his son and Papa Smurf is one of the closest ones to reaching that or at least that's what they believe I kind of want to take a twist here and say that Papa Smurf is using the uh, other Smurfs for his own personal gain yeah see any okay. any good scary cult needs to have some dark yeah. underbelly yeah. I think right. we can add some more uh implicitly sinister things before we even get to that though right. like 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 what if we add in like tiers of hierarchy into the cult so you have papa smurf as the top like whatever that is like maybe the the keeper of the texts or whatever of Gra- uh, grandpa smurf's journals or whatever he's like the top tier maybe he's and the one that gives has, out the shrooms right and so he could be lacing it with anything oh that's yeah that's mm-hmm. that gets dark really fast yeah um, but then you've got other tiers and then you've got like all the way down to like the bottom tier Smurfs and they're like the servants to the upper tier Smurfs because of the hierarchy within the cult. Too. So it's like a caste society. So right. I want to, I want to get down like your, your lowest system is, yeah, they're like your servants or whatnot, but right. I also kind of want them to be like, these are your junkies. Yeah. These no, are the guys yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. Are, that are, that are a little too, for lack of a better word, coked out. Right. The ones who are, who are always looking for that next hit but do so in a mind state of believing that this is what's next or this is what they need to do. And Papa Smurf uses this to control them. I, and then, I, again, we, we circle back around to what does Papa Smurf want? Well, I, I, before we go there, I want to touch on something okay. Nick said. I think we've, we've created kind of a inherently sinister system in the sense that this... R- religion perhaps this cult is tiered on how close you are to achieving oneness with nature which you do through drugs in the form of shrooms right to find these um, communions with nature that you go on right but now we've created an interesting system in that i i thought we were going with with what you were saying that like the junkies are are the bottom tier right but it'd be it's interesting in that we've created a system where everyone needs drugs to reach enlightenment, but those that are hooked are seen as lesser, right? Like if, if everyone needs drugs right. to find enlightenment, but we have the people on the bottom who've now gotten hooked to this inherently addictive substance as being seen as... Well, I would imagine that it's because um, that in such a, a cult, it's not that you just need to consume these things to get to enlightenment. But no, the, like, right. there's teachings and lessons right. and uh, wisdom that you have to acquire Fair. in addition to that. Whereas the the bottom cast, that bottom level, would be more they're just about the the shrooms and not 
caring at all about they're the, about that high so the teachings we can get there um but i kind of want to take it to where maybe the climax of this this story that we've created is that the um the the addicted on the bottom get to a point where they start believing that they're actually closer to enlightenment because they're hooked on the knowledge mm. right and then maybe there's a there's a rising up or something i don't know but i can see that being like a cyclical thing yeah within the cult that mm-hmm. could happen something something like papa smurf then turns the other people against the junkies mm-hmm. right telling like, yeah. like these these heretics believe that they are closer to god than the rest of us do right and that uh, could be the fall the fall of the cult yeah right um i think i think along with this we got to make sure that that we recognize that that the shrooms that most people talk about when they're discussing shrooms um do not have this effect on people uh, like, I, i'm thinking like these are like they're probably like i think we'd have to we'd have to come up with our own new these are like smurf land yeah. this things. isn't a land where magic and science yeah. co-mingle so yeah. i think only way i cover like these are our own new they're cooked shrooms magic magical <laughs> cooking up shrooms that, in this kitchen that that are getting people high yeah. it's not mm. it's not your typical magic shrooms that I mean, you, you get on the street and we've had magical shrooms before lara croft, lara shroom croft. Raider. Yeah. that's true maybe maybe that's she's true. the only human that can see the smurfs Oh, that'd be weird. That'd be really funny. Um, Tying together this universe. Sure. <laughs> yeah, we are. Um, okay, so there's a caste system that exists based upon. So Papa Smurf is at the top. Correct. Um, maybe the the main cast of characters we see in all the Smurf cartoons, the classic Smurf characters, like the all those guys are the like lieutenants or whatever, or the main like. Uh, people surrounding Papa Smurf that are kind of his yeah. leadership, his his captains. Yeah, and, in in the cult, and his right hand. Yeah, and then and then everyone underneath that. Maybe Smurfette is his right hand, but maybe underneath that, then the the Smurf basic system, right. and then at the very bottom, you've got the junkies. Right. right. Um. So now, Tyler, and we've gotten that caste system sorted out. You wanted to go back to why is Papa Smurf taking advantage of the rest of them? What does he want to accomplish or get or whatever by being this controlling leader of this cult? So I was thinking that maybe like back to the whole idea of, okay, so maybe they don't cook meth, right? But maybe they do traffic some of these rooms. Like maybe this isn't the first, like they aren't the only people who do it. Even if Papa Smurf tells him, like, these are sacred shrooms and we have to hold on to them, maybe on the side he and his captains are trafficking some of these shrooms and trying to get a little bit of coin in their pocket. Hmm. But what would they need coin for? It's a great question. Okay. Maybe they're storing up weapons for when they eventually take over the world. <laughs> when they get violent? Yeah, exactly. Little tiny Smurf weapons? Yeah, and, exactly. And, and <laughs> when they, they need raw materials. <laughs> and Papa Smurf is planted off uh, to those that are higher up that know at least to that point that they're accruing like weapons and stuff. Planted off as just defensive um, because he knows and the rest of them know of Gargamel, which is really uh, like a police detective. He's or a police whatever. chief. Yeah. Chief of police of Chief the nearest Gargamel. town yeah. or whatever. And Lieutenant Azrael. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, okay. So, but even, even like selling shrooms on the side to get money for, for weapons, I, I don't feel like that's, that's almost sinister enough. Right. But okay, then, so but then again, like cult leaders just want power. They right. just want to feel in charge and have power, right. right? The the symptoms of that power then become the sinister things, right? Right, like I have power, so I can um, take advantage of these women, or I have power, so now I can I have an army, or right, like right. The symptoms of the desire for power are then the sinister sure, things sure, that come sure. about. Okay, so but if 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 theoretically the Smurfs are living in the forest on their own, doing their own psychedelics and whatnot, and they're, and they're not really harming anybody um what would be the point of like even if papa smurf has power in this community well what why would gargamel and his boys want to come in and ruin that papa smurf isn't just a cult leader he's an eco-terrorist um he uh in in his teachings and the teachings of his father uh he believes that he has found that his his father grandpa smurf is calling him to lead his people smurfs um against those that would otherwise harm nature 
and um, therefore any perception that nature is being harmed, he's going to lash out against, thus the need for weapons. And thus um, communing with nature more. And... Exactly. Oh, so okay. he uh, sees mass deforestation going on, especially if it's close by near geographically. His and near his, uh, his mm -hmm. cult location. And so then he's going to go and, uh, and, he, and he's going to take his leaders and weapons and uh, his like higher-ups and, and weapons and uh, they're going to strike back. So maybe things have, like they've done, uh, they've they've sent in, whatever, like undercover Smurfs, or they've or they've taken aerial photography and they see weapons building up, and they they know perhaps the history of Papa Smurf's father, Grandpappy Smurf, mm -hmm. right? And they know that there's been a violent history there, and so they're like, this is a time bomb waiting to explode, right? And so that's why now the government. Gargamel's involved. Yeah. And so in that case, maybe it's more like FBI. They, they've always been keeping track of them. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the sense that you get from the television show is that Gargamel's always been and always will be a constant threat mm -hmm. to the Smurfs. I think, I think it makes an interesting twist on something. It's like when, when Gargamel uh, captures or kidnaps other Smurfs. Maybe Sending he's them not, to prison? Yeah. May, well, maybe he's not kidnapping and, and like sending them to prison. Maybe he's he's trying to rescue Oh, yeah. Maybe his view mm -hmm. is like, I'm trying to pull these people out of this or these Smurfs out of this situation where they're being abused and taken advantage of. But uh, the indoctrination of Papa Smurf and his higher ups makes it sound like, oh, Gargamel came in and he took our people from us and he's going right. to hurt them. And he's he's going to like, it's a problem, but it's not really a problem. Oh, God. In reality, yeah. it's uh it's a they tried to rescue them. Yeah. But it's being quashed by Papa Smurf and his his eco-terrorist group. So I have a couple questions. First question, are the Smurfs actually still small and blue? Do we want to keep it that way? I'm fine I, with I it. I think we kind of have to. I'm, cool. I'm, I'm okay with them being the because same size. The only stuff. thing that I was like going in that direction would be is that if they weren't actually small and blue, if they were just normal people, but the shrooms make them think that they're Smurfs, and then the entire cartoons we've been watching are from the Smurfs' perspective while yeah. they're high. Which would they're make just, sense. They're just trips. Yeah. <laughs> we're all small yeah, blue. We're all taking trips. With and we all live sense. in a mushroom. Yeah. That would make sense from the the. And I got a red hat. The perception <laughs> that we see, the perception that we see of Gargamel, that yeah. would make sense. So Scary, I'm okay with either. Whatever. But I think we need to pick know. one. I think we need to decide right now. I kind of want them to be small still. I think, small, I, magical. Yeah, I kind of want them to be the same. Also, um, I don't know why, and I know that this is terrible, but I, I kind of want their primary uh, accruement of weaponry to be like like uh, biological stuff, like gas bombs and oh, stuff geez. like that. Well, it and just, explosives too, because you right. get a small, like a little, like a little small, little small Smurf. Yeah. Give them an explosive; they could take it anywhere. Yeah. It, it's yeah, like yeah. it's targeted strikes. Yes, Pl plastic like explosives are dangerous in small quantities. Like yep. these things are these things are kind of spooky. Yep, yeah. and they could put it anywhere because they're small enough. Virus capsules that yeah. explode. Oh, Ooh. yeah, be bad. Okay, so so we've created this cult, them under this, their this ticking time bomb of eco terrorism. Right, right, fueled by a desire to commune more with nature through narcotics or not narcotics, but but drugs, shrooms. Right. Um, hallucinogenics which, hallucinogenics which are being created and peddled out by papa smurf i don't know about created exactly well but maybe he like refined. he grows them yeah refines yeah, yeah. them and then hands them to his following exactly correct okay. he, he controls the flow so with with all that then uh without going too much into gargamel because he might be another character in the future right. or any of the other smurfs even um to focus more on papa smurf uh what what is papa smurf's mindset does papa smurf believe all this right like is he is he a cult leader that believes it all that believes that we're supposed to protect nature protect the environment like this eco-terrorism is good for protecting the environment or is he a cult leader that preaches those truths but really has some ulterior motive at the end of the day I, I think that he thinks that he's a self-righteous warrior. I think he's more think dangerous he, he if he believes, believes it. it. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think he's more dangerous if he believes it. I, I, I like that better. I think that it's more, he's more fallible if he doesn't believe it. Right. He's, it's easier to destroy him. Right. Um, 
so yeah no i agree i think that i think that he wants he truly thinks that his father is telling him through the journals or whatever or through the teachings and with the wisdom of the hallucinogenics that through the wind he needs to through the wind in the trees yeah that yeah. he needs to fight back against the tyranny of the humans and the whatever yeah actually that's interesting that you say that because in the wiki article um and other places i researched papa smurf has human friends really um he he does communicate with humans and has human friends however he repeatedly tells the other smurfs that because humans often have evil in their hearts it's not good to be close to all of them and i think a that, select few i think that he believes that mm -hmm. that that papa smurf believes that that is true yes but that is truly just rhetoric that is that he's been passed down that and, he's passing down yeah, yeah okay what I mean, unless you want to talk about other things, I think this is a cool little world we've created. Um, I kind of want to get into the more like uh, goofy stuff, like what he looks like now, because yeah. I I kind of want to change some things. I okay. I think that the fact that he has that he wears red while everyone else wears white is really cool to like him to still be the the leader, like that distinguishes right. him as the leader. Um, but I definitely imagine. Like I don't know why I have this picture of him in my head, but in in the cartoons he's got a beard, mm -hmm. right? But it's kind of close trimmed, kind of tight, yeah. whatever. Um, I really, really want him to have the the Gettysburg thing where it goes oh, really? from the from the mustache down into mutton chops, but doesn't connect at the bottom. Doesn't have like yeah, a, a not bottom the beard, bottom goatee. And then I want him to have aviator glasses. <laughs> okay, I'm on board. Yeah, but he only wears his aviators when he's going out into nature. Like if if oh, he's okay. if he's talking to his following, like if, or if he's talking to someone, like uh, giving a speech or whatever, then he takes the glasses off. But See, the glasses are on if he's like if he's talking to Gargamel or doing negotiations, or if he's ever like the public face where he has to talk to the humans, like right. don't do this or I'll bomb this. Right. Like then it's the glasses on. Okay, I yeah. was thinking more like with the glasses, more like he usually has them on. Except when he needs to like make a threat or like be, get, actually, get intense. Like that okay. When when he gets intense for whatever reason, whether it's he's delivering rhetoric that rhetoric that he passionately believes in, or he's delivering a threat to the humans or whatever, it that's when he pulls them off. And okay, that's does he still wear the little hat? Or I kind of I kind of want him to be balding, and you can see that he's balding. So no hat. No hat. But then what? Where's the red go? His pants. His pants. His pants are red. Oh, his pants are red too. I forgot about that. I forgot he wore pants. Mm -hmm. Yeah, most of the Smurfs wear pants. Oh, it's also a nudist cult. No. no. Oh no. Smurf very much wears a dress. Yeah. The rest of them are just topless. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Okay. But I mean, we could change that too. We we could change that they wear like shirts and stuff. They. Or maybe they all wear tunics. They wear leaves. 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 To they be close to nature. Leaves. To be close to nature. They wear poison ivy. Oh no! Yikes. I am in constant pain. <laughs> it's a it's a constant itch on your underside, my yeah. dudes. It's a uh, it's a it's a cleansing exercise to cleanse myself of worldly Ooh. desires. Oh, yeah. Cleanse oh, yourself of every initiate has to too. wear a shirt made of poison ivy. Oh they can get it. god! <sighs> so then, are there Smurfs outside of just the cult? Like, are there other Smurf villages, and like people know about like normal Smurfs? Here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that. They they do exist. It doesn't really matter that they exist because Smurfs only allow themselves to be seen for the most part. Um, or you have to like really like sneak up on them and do legit surveillance. So yeah, there's little tiny pockets of other Smurfs elsewhere around the world, but they're who knows where because we can't see them and they hide themselves. Whereas this cult is much more public they're because of their aggressive. actions. They're aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. And also, because they've been aggressive for so long, they've gotten more surveillance set up around them. Thus, right. Gargamel and, and the FBI and whatever. Right. So, I think that these Smurfs are the known Smurfs and therefore give the other Smurfs a really bad rap. Fair. So, I mean, I, I think, to kind of go off of what Tyler's saying, I don't think it matters whether they exist or not. Right? Like, maybe they do, maybe they don't. Like, out, but, out, out about other Smurfs not in the cult? Right, like other other Smurfs. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. But what is a problem is right here, right now, these Smurfs are causing right, exactly. a terrorist threat. Exactly. Um, 
do we want to change anything else about his look? You know, I'm 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 super chill with the fact that he looks like a neo-Nazi and has red pants on, so I have no problem with the rest of it. Do you want him to have tattoos? I always want little ta- smurf tattoos. I always want tattoos on my character. However, I don't think that would go over super well with the rest of them. Maybe it's on his legs, covered up by his pants. Yeah, maybe he hides them. Yeah. He's got a couple to let his like close close friends know. Like, yeah, I'm hardcore. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He only shows his tattoos to the elite that he takes out on the terrorist expeditions. And or his concubines. Does he have concubines? I don't think we talked about yeah, that. Yeah, we haven't talked about whether he has a harem or not. Would you, do we want him to have a harem? I don't think so. I don't think he would pursue worldly pleasures. Mm, that's a good point. If he wants to be closer to nature. And I don't really want to get into Smurfette either too no. much, especially because she may she could be another character. Yeah, for but us maybe to talk Papa about. Smurf does. Okay, that was a horrible joke. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, but I don't know. I just I don't. While while that does take it another creepy angle for the cult, there's like coercion and sex stuff going on. I I don't think this cult needs it. Yeah. I, I think it's not about that. It's a more this is going to be a weird thing to say, but it's a more pure cult. <laughs> well, um, they're in, in debatable. Of, they only like I the, the this cult. Everyone in the cult believes in what they're doing, right? As opposed to the leader being like, "Oh so yeah, I believe it." So far as we know, and then yeah, hey, do you want to get close to nature, baby? Come over to my shroom later. Right. I think that for Papa Smurf, his his uh, uh, Marsha or Armartia, however Marcia. you want to say that, uh, the fatal flaw. Martha. <laughs> Why did no, you say not, that name? Not Martha. The fatal flaw. Of my mom's name Martha. The, no, it's not. Mine too. <laughs> Neither of them. Oh my god! Yeah. Let's take down the bad guys. I Welcome to Batman v Superman. Essentially, no, how that movie went. That's a whole other episode. But that's um, how that movie went, though. Yeah, that's true. Um, but for Papa Smurf, I'm thinking that his fatal flaw should be his uh, distaste for the natural characteristics and personalities of his followers. Like you were saying that he sometimes gets fed up with them being who they are, like deep down. I think that that's his fatal flaw is he gets overly frustrated with his followers' inclinations and dispositions. Yeah, yeah. So he's he kind of hyper-focuses in on those things right. a little bit. And Does that, he get that violent? Causes, um, I think like really rarely. Yeah. That's like enough to be sinister, but not often. Yeah. But not, not like 90, 99% of the time. Not, he doesn't seem sinister to his followers. He seems fatherly. Right. So, right. And then dopey Smurf or whatever does something really I don't stupid. think there's one called dopey Smurf. I, I'm making it up, dude. Now there is. No. Now there is. is. They are not the seven dwarves. Now, I, now there's a dopey Smurf. We got joke, jokey dwarf or jokey Smurf or whatever. I don't. Pick a Smurf. Smurfette does something that he doesn't like. I don't know. There is no dopey Smurf. There, There is now. <laughs> yeah, you're dopey Smurf. Yes, I am. Dad, what do you have to say? That's, I'm not Papa Smurf. That's don't, right. Don't say that. That's Papa right. Smurf? Nothing. No, no, no. Are you no, Papa Smurf? No, no, no. All right, so Riley is Papa Smurf. He's now. Uncle Smurf. Uncle Smurf. Uncle Smurf. Okay, so. That also sounds like something inappropriate. Oh, man. Uncle just Smurfed. Oh, my God. I don't like any of that. Yeah, but it happens at most family reunions, so everyone's kind of getting used to it. I wonder who came up with the word Smurf, because they're a terrible person. Not really. Well, so Smurf was originally a French word, Oh. um, and I have no idea how to pronounce it. It's very, very long. So, like, Smurf isn't a French word, but, like, it's it's based on... the bastardized version from English. Right, okay. Um, And then the original word for for Smurf, actually, uh, I think I read that the original author was basically asking for table salt or salt of some kind for his food and then did one of those things where it's like your brain completely forgets what to what right. that thing is called right. and then you just like he just made up a word he's like the thing of what's it but he said the smurf word and then he was like oh i kind of like that word and then kept huh. it so yeah so papa smurf cult leader a, a religion focused on nature yep so like going into eco-terrorist type stuff yep. they use shrooms to advance um, and to get closer to self-actualization and, and becoming one with nature um, 
and they are okay with defending nature by any means. Any means. Which makes them dangerous. So, now, at what point do we leave this story? Right? Like, do we... Is the oh, cult, I see. Is the cult currently having tumultuous internal issues? Is it all hunky-dory? Is the only thing that they're afraid of is raids by Gargamel stealing Smurfs away? Is, like, where do... Where is the cult at right now as we jump away here's here's what i posit i think that just what just happened and where they are now at is uh gargamel and the fbi raided their main camp their their, their camp um but they got wind of it in advance and it forced them to move so they have just relocated to a new area in said new area they've heard that something is happening that is harming nature and they don't know what yet they're about to find out and they're going to go out and find out and then deal with it by whatever means necessary. And Gargamel now has to re-find them, find out where they went, and then hunt them down again. Okay. I think at the same time, they've got um, something going on internally. Um, they've mm, got yeah. may- maybe like an overabundance of junkies or uh, maybe some people saying like, all right, maybe I don't like how Papa Smurf has all the power. And somebody starting something small. I don't think he'd start with his captains because I think he keeps his captains pretty well paid, you know, or pretty well taken care of. So I think it'd be somebody down below in one of the lower caste systems would like, I don't like how Papa Smurf has all the power. And then he also controls the other big guys. Like, why don't we get a say in things? Why didn't we get a say in where we got to move or where we had to move? Like, Ooh. Why does he know things before we do? Also, uh, a, a very similar tangent to that uh, about the internal struggle could be previously previously on the smurf um that so smurfette used to be a uh maybe like a another smurf from another area right um and that they actually were a smurf but they became an fbi informant and they went in and infiltrated the cult so they they weren't like a smurf not a smurf and then changed into a smurf but they were a smurf infiltrated but then got sucked in and bought in to the cult the rhetoric the hallucinogenics all of it and that now gargamel is trying to one of his regrets is that he's trying to get smurfette out of there and save her specifically so just another another tangent another tangent so i think the the internal bomb waiting to explode should be something about the junkies i think it should be something where maybe they're starting to think that well I think that because we crave this, right, we probably are closer to enlightenment than these other people that right. can control their cravings. Like, we can't control it. We just want to seek it out. It's like, raw. It's raw, un- unprecedented. And perhaps maybe they have a, um, like, someone rising up inside those ranks that's saying, I think, or or there's rumors trickling. Like, there's unrest in the lower ranks about, that so right it's a big bomb of gargamel's trying to get people out before the bomb goes off especially right. for smurfette they're trying to relocate and in the meantime of relocating they've also got another issue that they're willing mm-hmm. to tackle that like, especially papa smurf wants to tackle because right. he's like the most fervent of them about such things right so. and now we've got tricklings in the in the lower systems that like well Maybe we we might actually be the most important here. Like maybe we're the ones that are closest to enlightenment. Because with the the raw connection, as you said, uh, with the the hallucinogenics and whatnot of the underlings, um, I mean nature is raw, and so that would be the perception probably that we are the most uh, fundamentally uh, basic. That I don't I can't think of the right word for it, but the most. Um, pure raw raw power sort of thing like the purest expression of, right exactly of nature it's not convoluted by rhetoric or other things like that because they don't buy into that as much i like it i, I like it a lot. lot i'm i'm kind of scared though <laughs> yeah it's a it's kind of a scary place to be yeah kind yeah. of in a weird kind of a weird one yeah uh, how does papa smurf treat uh newcomers do you, do you think like new Smurfs? Yeah, like uh, say a Smurf uh, shows up and 
they are they're curious they're what is what what is this group of smurfs this is a, such a large group of smurfs gathered together what's going on how do you think that papa smurf brings them into the fold i think the initial meetup is super welcoming okay uh really really welcoming and then they probably have a feast for the newcomer a welcoming feast where the newcomer's food is just laced with shrooms mm. like hook absolutely laced and then uh they go on this trip that now Papa Smurf kind of jumps in and kind of like trip sits or he's like, this gotcha. is what you're the experiencing. Yep. Da, da, da. And now when they've been exposed to this air quotes truth, yep. now they're like, well, okay, what, what is this? And maybe perhaps he knows exactly how much to dose them with where the next day they have to kind of take it slow, right. sit in bed and have time to where they can't leave. Right. Right. But they have enough time and enough consciousness for people to talk to them and be like, how is your, right. Like back to the, how was your awakening last mm-hmm. night? Or yeah. Like they, they use all this super like spiritual yeah. wording yeah. and yeah, I think get them hooked and then talk through it. I, yeah. I think that's what we, they would probably do when they introduce them. So. Okay. Is there any other, like, it's kind of really dark. <laughs> yeah, I kind of got a little crazy. Uh, what uh, what uh, does does Papa Smurf have any like weird physical trait, like enormous, en- enormous n- nose? Uh, no feet. I don't want to go into the fact that if how do Smurfs reproduce? I don't want to even. Talk we don't about have that. to. We can just say that. He's no, but I, I, that's a good question though. We should talk about that. How do Smurfs reproduce? Maybe we'll talk about that on the post show when Papa Smurf. Yeah. and. Chica, Chica Smurf, Hottie nope, Smurf. That's that's Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about that in the post show. Which, by the way, we're going to talk about how you can get access to those in a little bit. So keep keep tuned for that. But we'll talk about it in the post show. Okay. Little a little more. NSFW a little talk. too much Smurf. Yeah, a little. Too <laughs> uh, we are going to talk about how Smurfs get Smurfed. Little big Smurf. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> oh, is that what accidentally? You use Smurf is? for anything now? What the Smurf? Yeah, what the. What the Smurf are you talking smurf? about? Man, mm. I smurfed her so hard last night. Man, I just smurfed all up in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, well, that's going to be um, fun. <laughs> so it'll be fun for our, our younger viewers. Smurf me. Uh, whoa, whoa, Riley, need <laughs> you relax with language, please? <laughs> we got to put an explicit tag yeah, on it's, this it's one. It's my job to swear on this <clears throat> podcast. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Yeah. I'm taking your job. Yeah. Um, I think the only thing would really be Maybe he's a little bit bigger built. He has tiny hands. No, <laughs> he's not Trump. <laughs> he's got a little, very little hands. No, and he's also very tan. Uh, no other physical attributes. I'm taking this power away from you. <laughs> oh, Dad. Yeah. No. Maybe he's anything blind. else. I I think that he should have a catchphrase. Why? I don't know. Yeah. Some, something for like, or like a battle cry. Get smurfed. Smurf. I was gonna say smurf you. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm thinking when when he is out in the field with his higher up followers and they're about to attack a logging company or whatever, uh, I would think that he would like have a rallying cry. The sword of the Lord and Gideon. Um, the Smurf in my turf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're you're Smurfing on my turf. This is you're Smurf, on Smurf turf. turf. You're, you're on the Smurf turf. Welcome to the Smurf turf. Welcome to the Smurf turf. There it is. That's it. Welcome okay. to the Smurf turf. No, that was my last thing. Welcome to the Smurf turf. Okay. Thank you. What about you, Nick? Anything else? Uh, I don't think so. Um, I think Papa Smurf is a diabolical jerk now. Um, and I think we should probably reflect on the fact that every time we have a nice something nice, we destroy it with the, the dark thoughts in our heads. Well, but then when we have really dark topics, we usually make them really funny. Name one. Well, okay. That's yeah. right. You can't. No, that's just so, give me a yeah. second I think, to I think, think about it. I think it. we need to. Darth Maul. No. Just, just Headless Horseman. No. no. Dracula. No. no. The Thing. No. We make everything terrible. Everything is bad. But maybe that's the the motto of this podcast. Jim, is that Jiminy Cricket. We turn into a, a PTSD riddled war hero. Um. I, well, I don't want to get back into that too much, but I was just going to say that. When it comes to, because the goal of this podcast is to improve these characters, right? Maybe improvement comes in the form of making things worse. Tragic. Tragic. So we tragedy, can make feel better. Tragedy equals improvement. No, Welcome to the I don't podcast. like any of that. No. Jar Jar was not worse. Jar Jar was better. Yeah. He was a little lighter. Well, neutral. Yeah. Magic school bus. Again, neutral. Uh, I, was, I would say that's kind of neutral. Yeah, neutral-ish. Kind of good. I don't know. Depends on your perspective. A lot of... uh. Self-reflection here tonight, boys. 
I'm anyway. Cookie Monster were funny. That's uh, true. That's true. So, anyway, with that being said, we've uh, <laughs> made Popper Smurf into a cult leader. Um, congratulations, <clears throat> yeah, us. Con- congrats. Uh, so, with that, um, basically, I just wanted to end by saying thank you so much uh, for tuning in and listening to this episode. Um, this is going to be the start of the first couple episodes. Um, we kind of had one due to a, a timeline thing. We had an episode in the past couple that was uh, done on this new equipment that we've got. Um, and that one's kind of in the running somewhere, but um, we're working with new audio equipment and new mixers and, and all this fun stuff. And we're definitely still figuring out exactly what the right mix is and, and how to work these things. So um, just letting you know that if, if levels fluctuate or, or whatever, um, we are working to try to get everything more evened out, but hopefully you've noticed an improvement in sound quality and uh, that, um, just because we want to make this better for you guys and a better listening experience overall. And uh, we just want to be uh, reach out and, and thank you guys for inspiring us to take the next step and to like start getting better audio quality and, and keep on the process to improving um, for you guys. So just want to let you know that's why the sound has maybe changed a little bit, and it's a pretty cool thing. Um, also, uh, if you want to go ahead and uh, check us out on Patreon, we have started up our Patreon page. Uh, to kind of get more of this improvement process going, uh, we we've we've started the process, but now you guys can be a part of it and and helping us reach our goals. Um, we've got support levels from any level, from one dollar a month and up. And uh, earlier, where we talked about uh, our post show content, that's actually one of the things you can get access to by supporting the uh, the the show on Patreon. Um, we've got post shows, unique merch items, and and an opportunity to to join us on air and and all these really cool things that you will have access to if you decide to support and if you support um big thank you but uh you can go ahead and find our patreon page by going to patreon.com that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com and searching for popular apocrypha or um just by going to the link uh patreon.com slash popapoc p-o-p-a-p-o-c um, so if you guys could do that, that'd be rocking. And again, you can check us out on all our social medias. I'm trying to be more active there and, and get conversations going with you guys. Uh, we want to hear back from you in any way you want to reach out. So if you want to reach out through our main website um, or through through social media in any way, we just want to get the conversation going, knowing how we can better this for you guys and what we can talk about and, and what you want to hear from us. So, yeah. Anything else, guys? Um, I just want to say thank you so much for your support um, and working with us. Uh, toward our goal for Extra Life. We had a ton of fun, and we're looking forward to uh, doing some more things like that in the future. Agreed. Thank you guys so much for uh, your support, listening to us, and just uh, allowing us to be part of your lives as you are a part of ours. Cool. All right, gang. Well, with that, don't buy shrooms from blue people in the woods. Agreed. Eat your teeth. Don't be an eco-terrorist. And ask for consent, please. Yep. 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 Bye. 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 Man, I just accidentally <laughs> smurfed.